good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair and join us at the Hip Hop Brown yeah. table. This is Landon Hill on the mic. If this is your first time tuning in, I uh, have the pleasure, the honor. Um, oh, I say that, but a lot of times it's just frustration. But still, it, and at the same time, pleasure and honor of recording uh, with two gentlemen. Uh, the first goes by the name of M.O.M., Mind of Mylan, Mr. Mylan Drake. What's going on with you, sir? And that's the only place where frustration uh, comes from. Not not I over here. You said what? Uh, he was saying that I'm the I only place it. where that's frustration, the only place comes, frustration from. comes from. Not I over it's here. It's true. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, it sounds like an attack, but yes, uh, I'm, I'm in, you know, happy to be in the here in the building and in the streets, man. Just still trying to say these kids. Uh, excited to actually, this is the reality of just today's conversation is uh, disheartening. Um, but I also realize, uh, you know, when you keep doing these, you, you figure out the source. The frustration is not me. It's the it's the death of the culture. So I thank you for both agreeing with me that hip hop is dead. And yeah, well, welcome. Welcome, everybody. So so even based off the topic that we're going into, you're you're speaking for other for other black I'm men. So it sounds like but it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm speaking for you. I'm, y'all are speaking for me, brother. And I appreciate it. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate y'all speaking. Good. He, he uh, can speak for himself, but apparently we speak for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. He's paradox. Uh, and then the, uh, the other gentleman is none other than uh, YG, aka Young Ghost, aka Young Dev, holding down all of Southern California. What's going on with you, man? I'm good around here. Um, just happy to get on as as always uh, during the week. It's so crazy uh, just how much of the intro is becoming my life. You know, I've been in the building and uh, trying to get the, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> I'm going to just keep trying to get the keys, the DJ Khaled keys, all right, the, the knowledge, the, the access, all of that. So when the streets open back up, we can say these kids, man, and just so happen, I am, I am moving into a position where I will be directly saving these kids. So it's just... Just wild out here and holding all of Southern California uh, at the same time. So so thank you for speaking that into my life. Uh, uh, Hill Russell with the 11 degrees. Brother, brother, that new position is more than just Southern California, brother. That's national, brother. So it's it a is. little bit more than just L.A. So, you know, move, move, moving but up. To, but, uh, but what to be holding down, you know, it, it is Southern California, but I definitely will be out here nationally saving these kids and that's that's just a beautiful blessing that you've been bestowed upon your brother around here it's all good man we're gonna have to give gonna have to give the people more specifics uh you know once 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 everything is, is transitioned over fully we'll uh we'll, we'll make that happen um but uh good to be on with you brothers uh as usual it's a, it's a thursday night late thursday night and we recording and uh you know it's uh it's good we it's, it's gonna be um it's, a, it's always a great way to kind of not quite start the weekend, but almost uh, almost start the weekend. Um, and uh, I don't know why this week seems a little bit long. I feel like every week this seemed long this, the last like three weeks. But uh, but again, still a good way. Yeah, so it's still a good way to, to kick it off. So, um, Mr. Drake, I'm gonna. I feel like this is the second or third time now recently, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass pass it over to you to. Uh, to do yet another um, yet another intro of our topic, since this is 
come directly from the mind of Mylan, and then uh, and then Young Dev, you know, as usual, kick, kick us off with your with your thoughts. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll be brief in 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 describing it, and then you know, kick it right over to uh, to Young Dev. Um, basically, you know, there has been um, a recent special by um, Dave Chappelle that uh, sent most of the world uh, if you're not as 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 landing like i say if you unless you're you know sitting under a rock um or sleeping i don't know anywhere under a rock uh, unless you're just under a rock in general the the dave Chappelle special has sent many folks into a frenzy of debate um i wouldn't say that there's a divided voice but there are people with it's created, it, it does what comedy and what creative conversations do is it creates a courageous space for courageous conversations. And that's pretty much what we're about to dive into is, um, and it sparks um, um, need finding for us to try to figure out what, what exactly are we looking at? What are some of the needs behind it? Um, and so, Moving from Dave Chappelle's conversation, his his comedic special, made me begin to wonder as people have, um, as a, a, a cohort of folks have decided, uh, tried to make uh, an effort to silence and muzzle uh, Dave and for their disagreeing uh, v- viewpoints on his uh, on his special, it made me think about it. That same reality live for hip hop is that. Uh, not only does it live, is there a muzzle or censoring of hip hop, but are we seeing a shift in who the muzzler and the censor of hip hop is? At one point, uh, we could argue that it was parents saying this, you know, get this boobity bop, this boobity boop music out of here. And I don't understand what they're saying and we don't like it. And then there were at one point for specifically for NWA, it was the FBI, the government was saying like, nah, we're, we're, this is, this is, this should be banned. At one point it was the um, religious communities saying, you know, hip hop has got to go. Um, and it was us, the hip hop community, the listeners, the, the youth or what have you that were like, no, we love it. It's got to stay. And now we've seen that muzzle um, and censor to actually switch to where the audience is saying, no, we don't want it. We don't even want to hear it. So uh, it brought us to the space and place of having and starting sparking this brave conversation about where are we as this, as, uh, as it currently stands with hip hop? Is there a muscle? Is there a censor? And who is controlling said muzzle and censor if indeed there is one? Um, that's that's the takeoff point and the launch pad for uh, the combo. And I'll let uh, Deb the Great uh, dive oh, in. Oh, that this, another nickname this. I see, uh, I hear. I mean, I I, I know I know I'll things are, uh, yeah, I know things are things are things about you and uh, your stature. Um, welcome, you know, welcome to a new nickname. When you get when you when you when you step into a new new realm, you got sometimes you got to get a new nickname. But yeah, actually. Well you might just get multiple because you you still be YG. It's like Katie. It's like Katie Durantula. It's like, yeah, what is it? It doesn't matter. You still <laughs> one of the greatest shooters in the game. We we're just gonna call him that guy. I feel it. I I, I take I take all of it except Durantula. I don't think nobody 
uh, <laughs> is is pleasantly using that. I, I I honestly don't like that nickname for him. Outside of the fact that I guess physically, I don't know. I that one's a weird one for KD. So I, I ain't gonna like be in alignment. It doesn't matter. And then do right. You're right about it. But man, um, on the piece, man, I, I definitely appreciate the timeline in which you give on how people received hip hop. And I think that speaks a lot to the way it's being received now. So going backwards, right? Or going from, I won't say the beginning so much, but you brought up that honestly, in the time of hip hop coming about, you know, we always got to throw the history in there. The, the root of it was to be voices for, for those who are uh, underrepresented, not heard, what have you, you know, the, the, the megaphone it is for the culture. Um, the one where government doesn't hear it until it becomes viral in which their day was, you know, on the radio or going through the boroughs or something of New York. So now um, you have this time where, yeah, since no one hears us, here's what we got to say. And there's NWA. Um, and so, you know, the, the famous line, I'm sure y'all seen the movie that came out that, you know, definitely uh, gave you some some highlights in the moments of that concert where they were uh, basically, I, I think the FBI was there, but there was definitely just authorities there saying, look, you guys can't perform this song. What did Ice Cube do? Got on stage and say, hey, Dre, I got something to say. And then F the police. There you go. So something that was like expressive and freedom and expression, um, just because that was a root of not being able to be heard or not being able to, you know, have whatever their needs are kind of addressed, uh, acknowledged, you know, met and helped and sustained, you know, was, was not the case, which launched the freedom of what I feel like is hip hop expression. Now we're at that timeline where, okay, you throw in a parental advisory on the uh, album because you know, you might not like what you're going to hear on this, but you have the freedom to say this stuff. And, you know, it's just freedom of speech. Right. So but to Milo's point, most of the most of the teenagers, most of the young adults, most of the kids wanted to hear that stuff, whereas the parents and authorities didn't want to hear that stuff. Boom. Still still have the freedom. Now we're reaching a day and age with. We're reaching a day and age where. And and it's it's it gets a little touchy, I guess. You know, we could be we could be uh, on a, on a thin line here, but you know, we're reaching a day and age where there's consciousness in the culture, and some of that I feel like is fabricated as far as consciousness. Because what are we really being conscious about? Um, so now we have these these spectrums that we have to draw lines in to see if. Okay, are people really can't say this because of sensitivity or people really can't say this because it's actually wrong and and there's so much in hip hop to to be right and wrong about, you know, we talk about misogyny, we talk about violence, we talk about, you know, uh, different cultures and and different um, ways of life that, you know, have gotten oppressed as well. So now there's more. Uh, attention and and equity and and being uh, treated better, right? 
So what does that do for hip hop? It actually starts to muffle the freedom of speech or freedom of expression. And uh, as far as I am concerned, which I guess I could be part of the problem is that in the in the in the weird way, I won't even go that far, but there are terms that are not the literal meaning of trying to oppress. So uh, we mentioned we mentioned um, you mentioned Eminem, who seemed to have gotten heat as as one of the first rappers to probably get heat for using a different type of F word, but the F word that would be for a homosexual. So I said it and that was okay back in the day because it was more so like, you stupid, you dumb, you an idiot, you're crazy, you're all that stuff. Not so much in thinking about the homosexuality community, but it was just literally a term used in, in a context that wasn't directed towards that. It was just talking about someone like you know playing the dozens there you go so now we're reaching into the uh, era where you know a, a lot of the the i would say the the fact that consciousness became viral is now we're te we're, we're 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 reaching a point where is hip-hop expressive enough um i myself i see a problem with it when people can't speak their minds but I will say if someone is directly using language and the connotation of directly hurting or oppressing a group of people who have historically been hurt, then that's where it's like I see a problem. So what I'm looking for is balance, right? Um, that's where I'll start. I'm sure there's so many thoughts around this, so many directions to go, so many uh, eggshells to walk on, but this is where we're at. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll go there and pass it to somebody else for right now. Um, yeah, uh, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to say, uh, I was literally about to say landing thoughts. Oh, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, I think cancel culture, obviously we've. I don't know if we talk, I can't remember. I'm sure we talked about it on here at some point. Like, I think, I think what we know or consider to be cancel culture is, uh, is not necessarily healthy. <laughs> um, and so just, just to, just to start there. Right. Um, and I do think that, um, that given the, uh, I think, given hip hop's history and some of the critiques of hip hop, it makes sense that we are, um, that hip hop culture is maybe even more sensitive to uh, a lot of what happens as it pertains to cancel culture, right? In a lot of ways, um, because to the point that you laid out, Mylon, like there were many times where hip hop artists were being censored um, for any number of things, uh, oftentimes uh, not rightfully so, um, and so, so yeah, so so I so I would start there. I would say I think where uh, I think with that there are a lot of things to distinguish, um, primarily being 
one, I think it's one thing to say, are we censoring music um, or, or censoring and or canceling people for things that they say in their music versus things that they just say in their kind of more casual speech. So when you think about something like either it be, whether it be, you know, Dave Chappelle with his comedy, right? And I think a, what I thought was a very thoughtful um, response to backlash that he was already receiving, but also was part of a larger point that he had been speaking to over the course of several stand-up specials. And I think is at least partially and, and maybe even the majority of the reason why people are upset is because the things that he are saying that he was saying and the point that he's trying to make is uh, true in many regards and uncomfortable for people to hear. That doesn't mean that folks can't be upset or, you know, can't feel, uh, you know, however they feel. But I think his point around um, the Black agenda always being kind of subsided even for uh, even at the sake of other um, agendas being promoted is really the heart of the, of the matter. And I think that he was thoughtful in his approach. I think that is different um, than whether it would be him, whether it be him or somebody else, be it in an interview or for the baby on a concert stage or something like that, just making comments just for the sake of making comments um, that, are then offensive, that people deem offensive, that I, at least I couldn't tell you or give you a rationale for the comments that were made, right? Um, and then having to, uh, you know, having to having to deal with whatever, whatever backlash comes from that. Um, I do think though, also the thing to, to distinguish is I think there's a difference between canceling somebody and finding ways to hold conversations that can be uncomfortable but are necessary for these things to no longer happen right so in the uh in the example of the baby which i actually heard i don't i don't know what came of it or if it ever happened or whatever but my understanding was that at least uh, i think it was glad um actually said that they would be willing to like sit down and talk to him and you know explain why those comments were hurtful etc which i think is a productive way of addressing it because if we only cancel people for the sake of canceling to say this is wrong but we don't get to the point of understanding why or um being able to explain uh you know the impact that what people say or do has right then these things are bound to happen again and people are just going to be the, the, the mentality doesn't change, it's just that people end up, you know, um, end up either repeating or holding those same feelings and doing and try to do things more covertly, right? Um, and so I think there is a difference between saying we need to cancel people or get people out of here versus finding ways to hold people accountable uh, while also um, having further conversations. All of that said, I do, um, my, my question, I guess, would be, or, or where, I, where I think I see a potentially a difference, um, and this is my own where I would like for you, and because you initially brought this to us, to see how we, or do we distinguish um, 
having uh, in in the in the for and I'll just use an example in the example of NWA speaking for black folks in the community who were being harassed, beaten, killed by police, right? Who represent what would be considered and is a marginalized community, right? Within society um, and having, and being taken advantage of by a group with, uh, with what we would deem to be power, right? More quote unquote power speaking out there and saying F the police because of the experience and the marginalization that's happened for them. Um, and although obviously that caused controversy, right? That was controversy from the very people, for the most part, the very people who either had or shared similar levels of power with the people who were being called out. That to me is different than somebody simply saying something that is offensive about somebody else who may also fit within a marginalized community and that's growing in our understanding as to what is deemed offensive and what is not and hearing people out on that and then and trying to be better about how we convey certain messages if people are saying hey to me as somebody who is experiencing a some level of historical marginalization um holding people accountable to how what they say or do um uh impacts them right and so and i, I hope that made sense but i guess I'm, I'm i'm holding i'm trying to hold that tension and saying yes i recognize that hip-hop has a history of being censored um again unrightfully so in most, in many, in most regards. And as we come to understand what may or may not be quote unquote appropriate, right? And as society just changes, um, I think that it is fair to say, yes, there are certain instances where it's not about canceling or censoring, but about us evolving in our understanding about how to exist um and that to me is different than a statement or a sentiment like f the police which is talking about a specific experience that is harming our community um so I, my i would like to just hear your thoughts on if i'm if based off what you have presented uh just what your response would, would be to that if i'm thinking about that in a in the wrong way and or if there's just other thoughts that you have, if I'm thinking about it in the right way, but there's just thoughts that you have um, in response to that, we, we'd just love to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna not say the words, you're thinking about it, thinking about it in the wrong way. Um, I, I would say, I'm using this example, um, pulling it up, so 2017, uh, six months into his presidency, 45, on that Friday night of August 11, 2017, hundreds of neo-Nazis and white supremacists marched onto the University of Virginia's campus in, Charles, in, in University of Charleston, chanting, Jews will not replace us, blood and soil, a Nazi slogan, um, 
in an effort to unite the right was the was the purpose of the rally. Um, a person was killed. A car um, ran over multiple people, killed one person who was protesting peacefully. And when asked, as the president of the United States, not a not a rapper, not an artist, not a person just stating their opinion via Twitter, as the president of the United, attempting to unite all 50 states and speak as a spokesperson for all of them, he said, um, there are good people on both, there are, there are people, good people on, on, on many sides, who are his words. He was not reprimanded. He was not set, asked to sit down to understand how those words might be offensive uh, to the to the for to the people who were protesting, to the person that was killed, to the people who witnessed and participated, you know, had to see and try to bring this woman back to life while this person, this other person, just ran him over with a car and drove off. Nothing happened to him for that. Nothing. Not even like, hey man, you right, y'all. I gotta apologize. I didn't realize that I'm having a meeting with. It was like, hey man, I said some stuff. It was offensive. Deal with it. Love the president. Sincerely, the president, rather. That's what I, I feel like those that those sentiments act, echoed. So I say all that to say is that we see this every day, but what is it about? In this, in this conversation, Dave Chappelle, but as the conversation is just being a hip hop podcast, what is it about hip hop? What is it about the baby? No disrespect to the baby. But who on God's green earth truly cares what this man says? What, what is, is he the voice of the United States of America? Is he the voice of black? He said some stuff. That was blatantly offensive and ignorant. Guess what? It will not be the last offensive or ignorant statement made by anyone on the face of the earth. And guess what? With all of the canceling and all the, or the attempt to cancel and all the boycotting, I can guarantee he remains ignorant and offensive. Nothing has changed. You can sit down with Glad. All that would be great. It is what it is. It happens. And so when we get into this space of feeling like we are societal's verbal police, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. Ooh, that's offensive. And we don't do it all day. You, we see it happening all day, but the, that converging on what are we going to do about that? What are we going to do about that group that said that? What are we going to do about that person who did that? For example, the president of the United States. We saw it and there was people standing at press conferences defending this man, basically. And afterwards they were able to say, hey man, I'm just doing my job. Do you agree with it? Hey, I can't say yay or nay, I'm just doing my job. People lied and act like that. Well, that's not what he meant. Well, that is pretty much what he meant. He said it. And then when you asked him again, he, he didn't double down like, yeah, I didn't mean it like that. No, I meant what I said. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say, it was bad people on this side and bad people, it was, you know, many sides. It's a, it's a lot going on. Good people everywhere. So I say all that, that to your, 
your your question around how do we not your question or the, or just the, the the general statement as I as I uh, paraphrase is how do we have these conversations around okay that's that's not just free speech or your ability to say something that is actually a little offensive and that's offensive to a community that maybe oh snap I didn't realize that was offensive to this community I just learned something new today all those things are real but they're also what is also real. Again, one of my favorite statements, two things can be true at the same time, is what is also real is no one has to care about that being real. Like that's not a that's not a law. And I'm not even gonna lie to you and say, even if it was a law, that's not a that's an unreal law. You don't people are not going to, everyone is not going to agree. So you don't agree with it, acknowledge you don't agree with it. You can even say, hey man, I don't really agree with that. I don't like what he said. Cool. But when you take it to the next level and say, well, I have decided the consequence for that action. It's, it's like a social, it's like a verbal, a socialized uh, lynch mob. Like you just decide, hey, I don't like that. We're going to attack that person until they are still attacking Dave Chappelle. The special is over. The words are already out there. We saw it. They are still trying to get it taken off because they, a group, they, a, a specific group of people who doesn't like it. That's not how it works, man. You don't like something. Now it, it got to be taken off. Birth of a Nation is still a film. It's still a thing. I'm not talking about the, the one done by Nate, right. Nate Parker either. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the first one. It's still a movie. The, the KKK is still an organization. There are tons of things that we could go down a laundry list and be here all damn day saying, I don't like that. That's wrong. That's bad. And we ain't doing that. So the, the second I tell a joke, or the second I drop a song that you don't like, now all of a sudden I have to, we, we're not going to allow that, but we're going to allow, the using it for an example, the President of the United States, could, and that's just one of his many offensive, racist, um, demeaning uh, comments that he said. And no, there was never any accountability. Well, so, so, so my, I think, so the, the only, in I, I think, just just like with the there was apps there was for sure backlash and 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 criticism of those comments just like there was for the baby and there were uh people who defended those comments just like there actually were for the baby and i'm not talking about deja i think deja Chappelle was making a point i have seen other people like online in comments or whatever who actually defended just blanketly what he said I think the difference, and I think this is Chappelle's point, is that, and and and, I mean, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I think in in what you're saying, I think is kind of the spirit of what Chappelle was saying is that because Trump is a rich white man and has political, at least at that point, had political power, he was the criticism did not turn into any sort of real or tangible um, consequence, at least at the time. Now, again, granted, he was impeached for some others. Like, you know, he, he was impeached twice. <laughs> so there were, there were other things, I think, as a totality, there were things that people tried to do in response to who Trump was as a human being, as a president and what he represented. So I don't want to paint it as if there was never any sort of pushback against him, I do think, though, because of the position that he held, and because he is a rich white man who spoke to many other, and not just rich white men, but a lot of poor white men, which 
history has shown that was a whole plan to divide poor white folks from poor black folks and you know all that we can go into that whole history if we want to but the at the end of the day because he spoke to a certain demographic who holds certain beliefs he and and he has political power and had enough support there was not any direct consequence for his words the baby on the other hand as a black man who is rising up and offended a community that had that wields a lot of power which is what and i'm not trying to i'm not I'm not on here to defend everything Chappelle's saying, but I'm just trying to tie it all together, which is one of the things that Chappelle was saying, right, but has gotten the backing and, and has gotten a lot of, has gained a lot of political power because of rich white men, right, who who have, who belong to, uh, in this case, the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community, right, are able to hold people accountable and get things done in a different way, right? And so, so, so the difference is not that there wasn't backlash or wasn't support for either one of them. The difference is the level or the extent to which there was a consequence associated with it, which it was for the baby, at least at the time. And I don't think that his career is over, but at the time he lost certain, um, you know, opportunities to perform and things of that nature. Um, and and so, so I think that just speaks to the, the overall point that is being made around how people have power and how that's utilized and oftentimes turns against black folks and is not all, uh, all the time done as it pertains to white folks because of how this society is set up. I think all of that is where, where, I, where I am challenged in this is I think there is a difference between saying that I don't agree with you and I'm not, and I'm not expected to agree with you and somebody saying something that is blatantly uh, offensive and the premise being, and I don't know that you're saying this, but this is just how it, it, how I think it could come across. If somebody is just blatantly is saying something that is blatantly offensive and the only response is, oh, well, I just don't agree with that. Like if you, if, if, if somebody says something that is hostile in your work environment, you have to go to that every day. Like eventually the expectation is going to be, hey, we should not be saying these things anymore. If you go home and you say that in the privacy of your own home, like, I can't control that. I don't necessarily like that, but I can't control that. But to say that here and create an environment where I am now constantly uncomfortable because I am part of a group that is, um, you know, because I'm because I'm part of a certain group, like, then, yeah, I expect something to be done. And I think that for any group that has been historically marginalized, the the idea or the notion that people saying or doing things of, of offense in a public forum or setting only creates makes it to where we the the uh, hostile environment is just created as we move about society and so if there is no reason for you to say those things again I think there is a difference between a Chappelle and a and a and a the baby Chappelle was making a very what I thought very pointed point, right? And I think one of the reasons why it is very hard outside of the money, he's just generating a lot of money for Netflix and Netflix came out and said that. But also I think one of the reasons why it is harder to quote unquote cancel him is because I think there are enough people who understand the point that was being made and not one of attempting to offend a certain group, but to, but to 
defend the black community, right? The baby was not defending anybody in his comments. He didn't say anything that was making a, a point or a statement. He was not uplifting anybody. He said something that was offensive. People say, yo, this is offensive and we shouldn't do it. Now, again, where I where the the one part where I would say, hey, let's maybe think about how we approach this is canceling just for the sake of canceling does no good for anybody. I don't care who you are. So how do we be strategic in making sure that these comments are not repeated, not just by the baby, but anybody else who saw that and agreed with him? I think canceling only uh, emboldens people to do those things if they don't agree and don't have an understanding. And some people just aren't going to ever understand. But that is that is a a different thing that I don't think is wrong for anybody to say, yo, that's offensive. I don't think you should be saying that no more. And that's not just for the LGBTQ community. Like if somebody says, if, if somebody says something now, again, I'm not, I'm not outside protesting and picketing every person that says something racist about black people. But I think we, anybody who does still has a right to do that, or at least can vocalize and say, yo, you're foul for that. Like what you said was a foul statement. Now, again, what, what comes after that saying that we can, we can, you know, question all day, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with calling somebody out and and trying to hold them accountable to say, yo, that's wrong. And we need to start to have a a longer dialogue or discussion around what is appropriate moving forward. Cause I'm not gonna be coming outside every day and you just calling me a nigger and like we think it's okay. Like at some point I'm gonna say something about that. And we and, and that part needs to be addressed. Yeah. I, um as it pertains to that, I think that man, it's a it's a it's a tough one. I feel like there's there's no we speak about gatekeepers all the time, right? Or who is the said gatekeepers for hip hop? You know, who who can who can hold down the balance aspect of it all, right? Um, because there's just uh, like as you mentioned, like I'm not going to just come outside every day and you calling me something, but then you know where where is the where is the line drawn at this point where is the line drawn and was it okay i guess maybe that should come from my limit. like was it okay to actually have artists have the the freedom of expression the way they did um and again i feel like in light of in light of the point that i'm trying to back up the artist right uh of like coming coming into you know the mid nineties, late nineties, and even early two thousands. I don't think a lot of the uh, intent, I don't think a lot of intent was out to hurt people. I think <clears throat> in which, in which we, which I think I can agree on now with Mylan is that there is a microscope of trying to dig and do some deep rooted, you know, these are, these are the bars he said, and this is what he means to where they're trying to find offense, um, which which you had mentioned uh, earlier, Landon, is, is is it healthy? Is is the level of council culture influence healthy going into, into hip hop? Now we all know, you know, I, I guess we all know that there's artists who can still freedom of express, but um, even like Mylon would bring up to the point of just you could have been recording and using some terminology that or some uh, some one liner phrases 
that was used as a regular, you know, during your regular, during your, during your everyday conversation. But now you're like, wait, ooh, okay, hold on. Rewind that to one minute and 30 something seconds. Yep, I said that the whole, you, you gotta just take that out or something like that is is where it gets touchy, right? It's It's like, well, dang, can we even express ourselves to a degree where can it be deciphered? Can can we find the intent instead of finding the offense? So I don't know. I don't know, Miley. Uh, I don't. You sound like you were about to say something to it. No, I, I was. I was only gonna say is, and, and and I heard everything you 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 were you were saying, Landon, and and I and I think that what the point around how hip hop is being censored, or has the has I don't even want to. Yeah, I, I guess it's being censored, or, or to to what Devin was saying is that. It's like when you're playing the game uh, taboo and there's a person just like standing right next to you for the other team waiting for you to say a word and then, eh, you can't say that. Nope. Uh, nope. Buzz it. Or you start getting close. Like you, the word is uh, energetic and you're like, yeah, so you got to have the energy. And they're like, uh, that's the byproduct of energetic. Eh, you can't say like just having <laughs> that person hovering over you changes the it changes the dynamic because if they were just sitting down, I'm not saying that you would rightfully, in, you know, intentionally say the wrong word, but you might, you might say it and they'd be like, Hey, but you know what? You, you don't know. Cause you're, you're sitting over there. You don't really know the difference, but the, the, the point of just having a person standing there is one is a, that's a game changer. And then I think there's this other component of, Why can't you be, why can't you, like, I don't want to say why can't you be offended, but in a, in a, in a, in a simplest way, there is, there are still people, like you said, I, I, nobody going to be calling me a nigger. You go to certain places, I promise you, you're going to get called one. And I promise you, there ain't nothing you can do about it. There's nothing that you're going to, hey, y'all ain't going to keep doing that. Okay, well, now what? What you about to change? But that the don't mean mindset. it's right. I mean that. that I didn't mean say, that. but that's the point. It doesn't remain you saying it was never right. It's not right that we already have acknowledged that what what the baby said isn't wasn't right. Isn't right. Period. No, no. no but but well, no. Wait, 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 wait. Then I, doing something, the something that you decide to be this verbal lynch mob and saying, all right, well, he can't say things that aren't right. Now that's not true. People do it all the time. People. Every single day, things happen that aren't right. There shouldn't be people yes. sleeping under a freeway, but they are. And guess what? Guess the same community that's saying, we don't want the baby saying that. They are not at the same protest saying, what are we going to do about all these people sleeping under bridges? This is, is, isn't right. We, we, yeah, but, but my, 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 real, real quick, real, real quick. I, 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 and, and again, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go onto two different points. The, the, the issue of, whether or not people are getting on other trains and defending other people just as vigorously as they want to be defended is one thing. When when well, I say forget it's, that train, but the train no, of no, doesn't I know. So, matter. Yeah, but 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 here's the, the first part of my conversation okay. was things are not right. Everywhere. Yes. Okay. So that's my so, so, so that's so that's what I'm going to say. Are you going to go through every single thing okay. that isn't right in the world, or are you no, just going to? But here's but here's my only point is. Yes, there are. If I go to the south right now and I go through some backwoods and somebody calls me a nigger and I got a shotgun, 
yeah, I'm not going to say anything because I might die today. So, yes, guess what? I can't say anything about it. It wasn't right, but I can't do anything about it because my livelihood will be threatened. That doesn't mean, though, that when I do have an opportunity to say something because my life isn't threatened, that I now, does that mean now that I shouldn't? Because, you know what? I can't change the dude with a shotgun pointed at me, mind. But this person over here who holds the same mentality but isn't threatening my life, I can't say anything to them either. Like, I have a right to voice that. Again, okay, I am so distinguishing there's, there's, the, the, there's the, the ability to voice something versus how we are actually going about canceling people. Oh, Those absolutely. are two different things. Yes, and, and, I, and that's what I... And, and that was never the, the... The censoring is... Commenting is different than censoring and restricting and canceling. Commenting and saying, hey, what the baby just said, I don't really agree with that. That's different than, hey, what the baby just said, I don't really agree with that. And I think all of his albums, everything that he's ever written, everything, no one should do a video with him, no one should ever do a song, and if a song was on Channel 2, they should be canceled, HBO should be canceled because it was a special, the concert, like, okay, what are we doing here? Like, so, that, so. that is different than make, you're absolutely right, you have every right in the world to make a comment and say, that, sir, I disagree with. You feel... Your favorite color is green. My favorite color is blue. Both of us. And guess what? We can, we have to learn how to coexist. You don't. I don't like what you said. You don't. I we. I don't agree with what you said. But that does not also mean that I am now the navigator and the beholder of truth, where I get to decide. I I know all things and everything that I think is right. So if I don't like it, and a couple of people who agree with me, they don't like it. Guess what? You're not liked. And this is what is about to happen to you. That's a different animal. Okay, so but but so 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 let's so let's walk through it then though. We have this is this is no secret now that there has been a stereotype out there, or there was at least stereotype for a long time, right? That AIDS starting in the gay community, all gay people was the one who had AIDS, right? They was the only ones who could spread it, blah blah blah. Super offensive, had folks, you know. Uh, uh, created stigmas around gay people, et cetera, et cetera, right? That, that is no secret. That's been out there for a very long time. Other comments have happened, right, uh, around this community that have, that have made them feel marginalized for any number of reasons, right? Cool. So that stuff, not cool, but th so that stuff has happened for a long time now. People have been vocal about it. We get to the baby, he says something that again, and what where I'm making the distinction is that it's one thing if you are saying something in the midst of, and, and I don't even want to say just to prove a point because you could still be offensive and proving a point, but his comments, he could have done that entire performance, not done, not made those comments, and nothing about what whatever he was trying to convey would have changed. But he chose to say it. And he played upon a stereotype that has been offensive for decades now. How many times do you have to, if we only go about saying, hey, if the only thing we do is say, hey, I didn't like that. Hey, I didn't like that. Hey, I didn't like that. And I've said that for decades. And now somebody who is on a major platform, a major stage says it yet again. And is not the first person to have been dragged through the mud. And again, I'm not agreeing with the dragging through the mud. But what I am challenging is the notion that 
if there is something that has been offensive that has to do with not just my identity, but a historical marginalization. And if the only thing that we're saying that you can do is continue to say, I don't like that, and then people continue to do it, then there has to be some other action or response in order to move us past the thing continuing to happen. So if I tell my daughter, hey, Layla, um, I need you to please ask politely if you want something. And she says, okay, but then she doesn't do it again. And then she doesn't do it again. And then she and I just keep saying, Layla, I need you to ask politely and nothing happens. Eventually I'm gonna have to be like, you know what? You don't get that thing now. So that you learn the lesson of this is not appropriate. This is the way in which we should do this. And it's not, be, and that is different from censoring. It's not saying you can't express yourself. It is saying what you are saying impacts me negatively. And now but because the censoring we, comes, but the censoring comes if, for example, using your conversation, and then I want to hear from you, Deb, and the censoring comes when using the example that you just used for your daughter. So you was like, teach my daughter manners. I was saying that you need to ask politely. So now, because you are a, a, a proponent of manners, if I don't say please, like, hey, yeah, give me this, give me that. I got. I make a song called Give Me That, Give Me That. Like, yo, this dude, he doesn't use manners, bro. Like, I'm trying to teach my daughter manners. This guy is with the give me that. That's not cool. He should go down because he's countering. No, that's not what it house. is. But that's not, that, the, that's but, not an equivalent. No, but, that is, but that's the tone of censoring is that, that it starts with a, yes, it could be anything from offensive to uh, that is counter to, you could, you could say like, you, well, everybody else is saying, we are the world, we should come together. And this guy makes a song, says, we are not the world, we should not come together. It's like, dude, come on, man. Now's not the time for that. It's, it's a Black Lives Matter. We're trying to come together. And you're saying something completely opposite. That's just not cool. That's not helping our cause. So we are going to disagree with you and believe that we now must also, I don't want to say end you, but put you in a space of where you don't get to make rap. You shouldn't make music, and what have you. Like those are the those are the tenets. And again, I hear what you're saying, and, and both and what it really boils down to. Both points are right. Yes, you're absolutely right that at some point, if your daughter, if you're trying to teach her something, at some point, if she's not getting it, you're going to say, "Well, I'm not going to give you the thing that you're asking for because you, I've, I've I've shown you how to ask. You're not doing it. All that is factual and actual. There is no buts to that." And there is also no buts to, I get that what the baby said was wrong. I get that what the baby said was offensive. And in a culture where we have decided that if that's offensive and um, there's, a, there's a layer, if it's offensive or derogatory or we don't agree with it, then we should, in this culture, hip hop being, we should now be able to do something about it. And I'm not pointing to what are you, I'm not talking about, well, what are you talking about with homelessness? What are you talking about uh, with world hunger? I can point to 50 million other things that we aren't addressing with that same energy. But what I am saying is if we're going into a space of words, power, impact, um, I think you brought up a valid point of sending out misinformation. Those are like, these are the boundaries of which, okay, dude, there's a difference between saying something that I don't like, saying your favorite color is green, my favorite color is blue, that's different than saying 
anybody whose favorite color is blue is a threat is a is a child molester like wait a minute hold on that's that's not true you're sending out wrong information absolutely that should be a that should be acknowledged and you have a right to say yo i i heard what the baby said i don't agree with it but what we don't do in 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 the world that we live in is we create again these these bubbles of false reality that we can cancel the baby but we're we're not canceling. There are history books that have been printing lies, printing and reteaching lies. That is a real issue. The, again, I mean this with all due respect. The baby is not a threat to world to world knowledge. He's, you, he's you, got a lot but, of people listening to his music. That's adorable. He does not have. He's not printing his lyrics in school books and passing them throughout the world and saying this is the fact. He's just standing on stage saying some stuff, looking like an ignorant fool. Got it. It happens. Guess what? He's not the first or last. Kid Rock has said some stuff ignorant on stage. Everybody has made a mistake. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Get it? Got it? Good. But when we go into this full-fledged as if stopping Dave Chappelle will end all bigotry and bad comments against a particular group, come on, y'all. Stop. That's that's what stopping Dave Chappelle is going to end it. Or we've we've ignored everyone else today. The buck, I'm sick of it, Dave. You're about to you're about to get it. The baby, you're right. There's 99 people who did it before you, and we kind of didn't say anything. But you're the hundredth person, so it's got to stop. I don't think that that is going to. Those two motions are not. And again, one could argue, well, what is going to change? And I'm going to and I'm trying not to be the pessimistic person is you're not going to shift the mindset of a of a of a people by canceling the baby and and or Dave Chappelle. It's it's just not we've, we I mean, uh, you know, we talked about this in, in, in a different circle, how everyone's like, oh, stop listening to R. Kelly music. He's such a bad person. Don't do it. His, his, his record sales have gone through the roof. Somebody buying it. So I, I'm not saying it's anybody in this circle or. Any, I agree with the buying. It, it has I'm not saying, been me. I'll be very clear. <laughs> I'm saying somebody's buying it. So you did you did a we went documentaries, Netflix special, three-part series. Get the word out. Got it. Don't listen to him. Ban him. Ban him from this um radio station. Ban him from that radio station. Don't play his music. You go to Apple Music, you type his name, it don't come up. Got it. Record sales, 800 percent increase. So somebody's buying it. And and I'm not saying that you're you have the ability or you should go out and start, you know, st- burning down record shops for the ones that do <laughs> still exist. But but the point is that that it's the problems are it's like you're looking at a symptom. Well, for Dave Chappelle, it's actually a different problem. To your point, you 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 articulated it well. Is he was actually having a a comedic sat- satiric conversation about facts. The baby is not spitting any facts. He was not defending any, he was not highlighting anything positive. It was nothing, you know, I gotta think about that. No, this, I, I don't wanna think about your comments, first of all, I, I, I'd rather not. But <laughs> the, the idea that this is the, this is the, I don't, and I don't wanna call Dave and the baby sim, you know, symptoms, but you're trying to stop a recipe. Basically, you're trying to stop rain from coming from the sky by, putting by banning rain in the city of Berkeley. That's not 
That's not how you stop rain. And I'm not saying I have the answer to stop rain, but what I am saying is by you trying to come up with a ban for rain in Berkeley, that ain't gonna work. Rain is still gonna fall. And it's going to fall in Berkeley, Oakland, Richmond. This this it's also falling in cities all over that you that you even if you got it to stop falling in Berkeley, that's not going to stop rain from falling. And if your mindset is, well, hey, I gotta stop it somewhere. If I stopped it in Berkeley, then maybe I can get it to stop in Richmond. Okay, if that's your energy, that's not the energy I take. And I, I'm just from the space of rain is gonna fall. I don't know, even if on a on my best, you know, today is picture day, I got on all white, I'm standing in the middle of of a park and I'm trying to get a photo shoot and it's raining, I, my, my photo, shot, photo shoot is ruined, I get it. But I also realize rain is gonna happen. So I, I, I don't have, I don't think that the answer is also, well, I don't have an answer. So, and I'm not saying you're using these words, but that's the, that's the energy that the censorship or the attempt to shut people's lips completely is, well, let's get rid of Dave, let's get rid of the baby. And then at least that's a good start. I don't know if that's a good start. I don't even think it's a good start to, not to your point, Landon, to your point, the proverbial you of, who wants to not see those comments that the baby makes. Now, again, the consequences, the backlash of like, yo, hey, you would, you had a Nike, I'm not saying you did, you had a Nike sponsorship. Nike was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about that. I don't know so much. But we can say the same thing, the flip side for when someone says something good, i.e. Colin Kaepernick. When he was saying something that was positive, trying to, trying to also, and he wasn't the thing, he wasn't even spitting a lie. He was spitting truth. He was sharing a actual statement of reality around the imbalance and the attention on police brutality, the death of black folks. He was literally stating a fact. And there came the exact same backlash of people who didn't agree with his point, thought what he's saying was demeaning, thought what he was doing was offensive. How dare you kneel during the national anthem? And guess what? He was blackballed and removed. So we have this space of, if we just get rid of Colin Kaepernick, we're gonna get rid of the reality that what he was talking about no longer exists. That's not true. I'm not saying it was good or, well, I'm definitely not saying it was good to get rid of him, but you got rid of him and guess what? Uh, I believe George Floyd and Breonna Taylor happened after he post kneeling. And I believe there were people who were still going, oh, look at that, police officer, not of killing a man on national television with his hands in his pocket. That's crazy. Guess what? Colin's not in the NFL and it still, it doesn't, I think we put too much weight often into what we're, what we're doing as if we are, we are inklings on a, in a universe. We are not as powerful as we believe. And so, and I'm not saying that wrong doesn't exist, that right doesn't exist, that your ability to speak doesn't exist, that your ability to write a book doesn't exist, do a TED talk, all of those things, us doing a podcast. But I've, as I've said, when I, when I, when it's a totally different topic, but when I'm like, and I'm like, yo, this dude is trash. And y'all like, hey man, come on, man. Hey, come on, stop. Leave me alone, bro. Like that dude, me saying this dude's album is trash. I, I'm pretty sure if he checks his bank account, his money is the same. His jewels are still there. His car is still rolling. The ladies are still like, 
nothing has changed. My opinion about his album being trash doesn't mean anything. Relax. Now, if I got, I'm not lying. I'm stating that's not a very good album. But what happens is we want like, well, you shouldn't say that's offensive. That dude worked really hard. Who cares if he worked really hard? It's trash. Like I, I, I said what I said. Move on with your life. Go make your millions. Concert tours sold out. Like we have to just take into a consideration that how I think if we I, I think I'm gonna as I say as I pass it to, to you, Deb, if we just focus on how do we coexist and and or how do we, you know what? I'm glad you said that, the baby, because I realized I'm not saying that there's someone who didn't or didn't think this out there in the world. I, I thought that. But I just realized with all the, you know, the uproar, maybe my thoughts were wrong. Thank you. I'm now reconsidering or I'm going to do some research or I'm going to ask some questions. I know one of the things I did when I was listening to the Dave Chappelle special, when he mentioned that the trans community drug the comedian that he brought on stage to the point of forcing them to take their own life. I Googled it. I was like, this can't be real. I learned something. I was like, wow, that really happened. I didn't know that. That was because Dave <coughs> stood on stage and said some things that some folks didn't agree with. I then learned something about that comedian, that person's family, and the people who thought, because I disagree with you, I should force you into, you know, put you in a space of cyberbullying and, 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 and mental instability and cause you to take your own life. I learned that, but I wouldn't have learned it had we shut Dave up and said, you don't get a special. You don't get to talk because of your last two specials. Every, I, I'm not saying there's a silver lining in everything. I am saying is that in an extreme example, sometimes we have to look at the ugly, i.e. the mother of Emmett Till who said, no, we're not doing a closed casket because I need you to see the ugly so that y'all know that this thing is real, somebody's gonna go like, wow, you know what? I ain't really, I thought they was making stories up. Nah, this is real. That really happened to my son. And she did that and that changed the face of civil rights movement. Pause before I pass it to you, David. I am under no circumstances saying that the baby is the momentum swinger of the civil <laughs> rights movement of 2021. I am saying the conversation, Mylon, uh, Devin and Landon are having a conversation. We have the ability to go into other spaces and be like, we were just talking about on our podcast, this, you might not agree, you might agree, you might be rocking with me, you might think I'm crazy. Either way, courageous conversations create the, convers the most dangerous conversations I saw this, I don't know, what was it, a book? Or, I don't know where I saw this, but it said the most dangerous conversations are the ones not being had. That's what we're doing. And we can have it if we, and I think the, the bravest space for us after the conversation ends is us acknowledging that we're going to coexist. I, I went to a, a conference at Ole Miss in Mississippi. And every time I told somebody I'm going to this conference and they said, where is it now? <laughs> Mississippi, they was like, wait, what? I was able to bypass all of the stereotypes that I heard 
about this place and still go and enjoy my time at the uh, mass incarceration conference on a conference on how to end mass incarceration. I, I was able to go there and get knowledge in spite of, and guess what, when I got there, the creator of the event said, hey, we're not gonna start this event and act like Mississippi and Ole Miss don't have a place and a function in mass incarceration and actually began to give a history of mass incarceration at Ole Miss and in the city and the state of Mississippi. We're learning something. Courageous conversations, figuring out where you are as a human and where your neighbor is as a human is to me way more important than whether the baby don't make another album or not. Person. But go ahead, Deb. Drop your 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 science. I mean, shoot, I don't have much science around this one. I think this one uh might involve whatever subject you do have. This one might involve like a uh in tic tac toe, if you will, like a cat's game or something, because this one, I, I like the fact, though, um, that you bring up, you know, is there a space, is there a conversation that we can have where, you know, how do we coexist, right? Um, and that that really just brings up, you know, Landon's point of, you know, where are we moving as a society, as a space, just for like evolving versus what was the freedom of hip-hop culture um you mentioned before offline that you know in a world like today you know uncle luke wouldn't exist but so much of a it's, it's so weird <laughs> so much of a balance to what hip-hop was was party music and conscious hip-hop music krs and you know Everybody else who you know was just literally about the parties and stuff like that. And and there are things that we know just as humans, like, come on, there's things that happens at parties um, that I would say all party that all members enjoy, male and female. You know, women like to dance and men like to dance and they happen to dance together. Um, and that is what I feel like most of Uncle Luke's music, some of, um, you know, we would call it twerk music and all that different type of things like you know, both parties, male and female, are enjoying this. But now um, in the in the culture of, you know, microscopic, um, you know, offensiveness can really deter the fact that what hip hop was bringing as a spectrum and as a balance between said party music and, and conscious music, it, it, it starts to to cut into that cloth. You know what I mean? So so therefore, how much of the spectrum of freedom does hip hop have? Um, and that's just one where it's, it's honestly, it's always been the culture's sore thumb is, you know, addressing some of the things that society already had to deal with. The fact that it was bleeding into hip hop and especially in the regard of, I want to say when hip hop not when hip hop first started, but you know, especially out, you know, like we said, the parental advisory sticker and, and the, the amount of B words that was being thrown in Easy E's albums and stuff like that, you know, you'll catch a high percentage of women just not liking hip hop. But I, I feel like I can say over time, women got more into hip hop, you know, for whatever reason. I feel like it was probably 
the party element, you know, of a lot of things. And then when they were hearing lyrics, that was pretty dope. There was a space for women to throw some bars. There was Lauren Hill who dropped. Like it just it it began to become more of a space for everybody. But now with the what we've been saying, muffling, muffling of the censorship, you know, can we can can hip hop go a direction that is not being funneled into, you know, well, you can only say this, you can only see that, say that. Um, so that's that's what I have to say a lot about it. But what I haven't really heard us talk about is what are some of the young cats? You know, we always talk about the mumble rap era or, you know, we can talk about a lot of the artists where, you know, they be might they might talk about more about mental health and, you know, bringing in words like depression or, you know, all my friends or, you know, all that stuff like that. Um, are there any things that are offensive in that era? Um, and I know I, I, I literally use the word mumble. Maybe people don't understand what they're saying, so there's no way to get offended. But, you know, I, I always think about, <laughs> I, I always think about <laughs> to get offended. So I always think about that, though, is like, is there any censorship around that? Um, I don't know. Maybe land. I, I know it's hard to think about it by, by being put on the spot, but do we feel like even in some of the uh modern era of rapping are there like people filtering themselves to not get caught up in i, I would i would i mean i would still pass it i, mean, I, I definitely want to hear from you landon i would also add add to that question for all of us and you landon as you are about to speak from uh through the through the lens of a doctor the idea that is it because the reality it's actually our generation, both mine and yours, that are having all these cancel conversations. I don't believe my, I don't believe Jay is on Twitter like, yo, these cats got to get out of here. Like, I don't believe it's the, the 20 year olds who are like, man, this is ridiculous. It's the, it's the older folks and the folks who actually 90s babies who are, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it 100, man. Like, Got a couple of degrees in them. Looking, you know, walking around here looking like Landon. Got a lot of got a lot of letters after their names, and now they like that. That you know, I teach at so and so. That's un. That is un. That is inappropriate. Like, okay, bro, you grew up on this. Well, not anymore. You know, like it's it's, it's like that's a hey, that's a good point. I definitely don't. I mean, I definitely don't believe that that, that is high schoolers and college early. I mean, maybe. You know the juniors in the city, but I don't feel like college freshmen and sophomores and high schoolers are the ones that are like, "Yo, this is ridiculous. Just gotta get out of here." I, 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 they're not leading the pack. Let me say that. I'm not saying that they're not a part of the conversation of canceling and getting getting folks out of here or being offended. But I I believe I could definitely be wrong, um, but I doubt it that they're not leading the pack. To you, doctor. Uh, I'm gonna address that. Um, so yeah, so, so I say a few things, and I'm, I'm gonna answer your question too. But I, I wanted to to kind of go back to some points Milan made, and hopefully kind of bring this full circle. So, you know, I I think that again, what I am not challenging is the argument around we canceling people as a whole as a practice is the is the the uh, is not the best way to to do things i think that has i think 
again, I think in many cases, it just, um, it causes a lot of people to dig their heels in um, and continue to do more of the same because they are not responded to or met with uh, a type of energy that would allow for them to actually hear uh, what would be necessary for them to change, but just I think what they then feel is like they are being censored. And I'm and I'm not saying when I say that type of energy, I'm not saying being soft and sweet, but I also again I do not think that a um, a canceling in and of itself actually uh, serves actually gets us most of the time where we are trying to go. I think it does. I think it can in some situations uh, remove dangerous individuals, but it does not cause, it does not get to the root problem, which is what I think I heard you say, Mylon, and I do agree with that. I think also part of what we are talking about when we are looking specifically at the baby and, and Chappelle, again, and I think this is the same thing that happened with um, uh, when, you know, with like Weinstein and, and Cosby, right? What, what ended up happening was the conversation went to, yo, well, see what happened with this black man over here and this white dude over here were drastically different. The consequences were different, right? And like, why are we focusing on Cosby over here and not Weinstein, which I agree with. I, I thousand percent agree that, again, it just proved experiences for white folks and black folks in this country are different. The one issue that I took with it is that in the midst of us focusing on that what somehow gets lost in those conversations is that regardless of uh, not and I don't want to say regardless because it, it proves the it, it still proves the point of the racial issue that we have in America and you can then get lost that there were women who were abused <laughs> so so like th that has to still also be at the like addressed right even as we talk about these experiences are different so i'm just bringing that in to say there is a difference between saying what is happening and, and like i think pointing out what is happening with a Chappelle or the baby or whatever and the response that has happened and how other people's situation how, how people have not responded to other people in the same way i think a lot of that probably has to do with with uh with race politics and i think that needs to be addressed and i don't but i do not think that that needs to then come at the expense of the issue that is there is another marginalized community that is saying for some time now we have said these things are wrong and we have not been heard now, again if we start to I think Chappelle's stand-ups start to wrestle with the murky area of that, right? Like the, the well, if we address this first, this is going to benefit a whole lot of folks, primarily these white folks who are now claimed to be part of this community, and then the Black agenda gets pushed aside. So again, that that is a whole nother very convoluted conversation. But I just want to, I'm, I'm just expressing that I agree with the sentiment of, yo, why are we chastising trying to kill these folks over here and not necessarily doing that in other places i don't think as you've already said and we have stated several times on this uh podcast before because two things can be true i don't think that that negates though the other challenge to offensive comments being made 
thirdly, I think that there is a difference between censoring somebody, uh, canceling um, somebody, right, and uh, holding somebody accountable. So to censor, how you, but how do you hold someone accountable? That's not a like you and I can have a conversation. You can be like, "Yo, Mylan, we was doing a podcast last week. You you either talked a little bit too much, or I felt like you 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 know every time Devin said something and I said something, you said we were wrong, and it was just kind of like taking the podcast in a different space. Just wanted to say that first of all, and I and let you know how I felt about it, and keep that in mind for the next one. You are my brother. We are we are brothers. The baby, you don't run the baby. So you can't, hey, the baby, that wasn't very cool. I don't give up what you think. I don't care. No, so no, so 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 again, I'm not, I'm not. I'm saying, but you're I mean, saying like hold someone accountable. It's like how are you gonna hold someone accountable that isn't that that you don't rock like you don't love him, not not you the No, the I you know, yeah, I get yeah, but but so well, well, I think that's the problem, right? Like, I, I think that is where we get into the issue is that if we're saying canceling isn't really doing anything, right? But the only way right now that we know how to hold people accountable is to essentially tear them down. I think, right. and again, that's, and again, I don't, that's the new, that's, that's the new account. That's the canceling. Yeah. Like, and, and I, and again, I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea if this even happened, if, if it, you know, whatever. But let's just say, let's let's just say, for example, if Glad did have that conversation, and if it was a, and again, I don't, I don't know that this is perfect. I'm literally coming up with this off the top of my head. So again, don't cancel me if this is not the, the appropriate measure. But if it's a, hey, we as Glad recognize that the baby says some very offensive things. We want to have a talk and a conversation with the baby to express what it is that he said. Uh, to express to him directly why what he said was offensive and how we can move forward, right? And, you know, until we can have that conversation, we are using our political power to ensure that he is not in a public platform where he can continue to say these things until he has a recognition and an understanding as to what happens. Once we have that conversation, we can move on. And we would expect that those comments, those particular comments would not come out of his mouth anymore that doesn't mean that he loses his livelihood doesn't mean that he can't perform i want you to i want you to pause right there and i want you to keep your keep your thought i my my question in that space even if that reality is like okay we sat down with him or until he sits down with us we're we're going to stop a b from happening concerts why are we doing that in this space of why does that need to happen in hip-hop it does not happen. Like, why is it? Again, we've talked about this. That hip hop has is is also the, the same space where it's like, yeah, there are no rules. Like, if you want to mumble, you can mumble. Uh, other art forms have kind of like criteria. We talked about like, well, there's some criteria, but then there's also space to kind of do whatever you want. Why is it also the space where hip hop becomes the place where we hold people accountable? We don't do it in classes. We don't do it in government. We don't do it with the police. We don't do it with, you know, whatever, but we're doing it with the baby. Like, and again, I'm not even saying that it's not a good idea. I'm saying, how did we get to this point? We're saying, oh, offensive by a rapper, time for something to change. Because we also do it with athletes. As an athlete cannot say, if this, if the baby was LeVar Ball, or well, not LeVar Ball, because he's not in the NBA, but if it was um, LaMelo, then it would be like, yo, you're going to get fined. 
suspended, possibly kicked out the league. There are some things that would happen, but we don't have this happening everywhere. So I'm just curious of like, even with that great plan of, all right, well, dude, if you don't get it, how do we, how do we, how did the world decide that hip hop is the space where that has to happen? Well, so, 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 and I'll bring, and, and actually I'll, I'll kind of come to the, to, to the hip hop. And I, well, I don't know if this will fully answer that, but I think Dev's question will bring me to somewhat of an answer of that. But in, in, in brief, I would say, I don't think that this is something that only hip hop is, is struggling with. Again, I do think that in some regards, in some, not all, but in some regards, or I, I don't, I think that um, some of this, maybe not the full scope of this, but a lot of this is, again, I think a lot of it is, is race politics, right? Like the fact that black people say certain things and because people get uncomfortable, whatever, it takes swift action, right? And again, we saw that with, uh, with, you know, with, with the example I just brought up of, of Cosby Weinstein, right? And I'm not, again, I'm, I'm, I'm also not trying to lose the, the fact that both of them should have been held accountable absolutely for for abusing women like both of them are absolutely wrong period and the fact that Cosby was held more accountable more quickly at least than Weinstein is very telling I think the fact that hip-hop is comprised and composed of primarily black folks right oh, is sports <laughs> yes I, the like then the, the action will and be taken NFL. more swiftly yeah, and that and that is not to say though that nobody has ever been held, held accountable my wife and i were just watching um this 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 show uh which is actually we and we watch a lot of what we watch if anybody watches uh um uh impractical jokers uh jay actually put us on this one oh yeah and bro time first let me tell you we watch this and we're like Yo, there's no way they could get away with most of this stuff in 2021 just because but of how society is different. Not, and not, not only would they not get away, they would have never came up with a show called Practical Jokers with three black guys doing no. disrespectful stuff. Like that would no, have of been a show. Not. Of course not. Like, no, we're not doing that. Like, hell of course no. not. But not gonna happen. Yeah, of course not. So, so that's number one is like society has just changed, right? Like there's no way some of this stuff happens. And what was crazy was we were watching and they had one of them practical jokers. They always like mess with them because they're like, yo, you look like Rosie O'Donnell. They actually got Rosie O'Donnell on the show one time. And this show was hilarious, <laughs> by the way. I laugh. Again, cancel me if you want to. The show was hilarious. <laughs> and they actually got Rosie O'Donnell. But remember, Rosie O'Donnell got up out of here. Like people got Rosie O'Donnell up out of here for some yep. crazy comments, right? So, so I only bring that up to say, I don't think it's only hip hop that is dealing with this. But as we have seen time and time again, because primarily black swift action is taken more often that that would be my my quick response to that right I, I i do think however though and and it actually if i'm bringing this back to sports too if you recall donald sterling right donald sterling says some super foul stuff about black folks people saw got him about here I'm, this is crazy this is crazy though i'm gonna I'm I'm say that that's a perfect i feel like donald sterling i actually feel like i said this to somebody else that donald sterling was the white the baby it wasn't, I, no one on earth, well, not, not, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> what am I, what am I, what is this water that I'm drinking? Um, there are a bunch of people on earth that would say, eh, I didn't really, I wasn't that offended by the comments. I mean, it didn't seem that big of a deal. But at the end of the day, guess what? That man was talking in the privacy of his own home. He, if you check the reality, he hadn't changed paychecks. Like, it wasn't like, 
I'm not paying any of my black athletes. Like he had none of that stuff. The only thing that was a reality was his feelings were out in open. And it was like, oh, those feelings that you let out in the open are offensive. And the person who recorded them, his at the time girlfriend, knew that, yeah, folks ain't going to rock with this in this particular society. It wasn't that he talked, it wasn't that on that day was the first time he felt that way. He'd been feeling this way. And guess what? He'd been sitting in the stands. He'd been doing interviews. We'd been doing whatever. And it was just like, today's your day. You got to pay. And the pay is you you can't just be fine. We're going to take your whole team away. Like it's the totally, it's, it's not that, it's the total idea that you, we did not stop racism. We just stopped a racist. And folks felt like, by it's this I think I I think for me like I'm not 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 being facetious like from a Jedi like angle or something it's like but I'm looking at y'all y'all the world is like y'all think that's gonna change something so that is well, but it doesn't but, but my just but, help but, every owner know hey man keep keep your thoughts off of the <laughs> keep them off don't you might be getting recorded out here ask the girl if she's recording you like that's all that did it didn't stop people from behaving in a racist manner it just but Mylan, i wrote a whole article on it i don't know if it's still i don't know if the blog that we were like this is when i was like in my master's program and like wrote a whole article said so same exact thing ago, right i get it you said what there's so many degrees ago i get okay, it okay whatever, whatever my only point is like i said the same exact thing but if and correct me if i'm wrong because maybe i'm off but i feel like around that time when all this stuff was happening i feel like we had a conversation and you was like yo them meaning the players, the Clippers players, just going in, throwing their jerseys in the middle of court the court and doing nothing the was like weak. It's like that's the game. Yeah. And so so my so because because the expectation was because before that, right? Although yet yeah, they're still getting paid, they're still uh, you know, again to your to your point, all that stuff is absolutely true. I said the same exact thing. I'm like, yo, him getting fired. I mean, all it's going to do, I literally said, like, all it's going to do is teach these rich white folks to sweep their side chick for bugs before they have conversations. <laughs> like, that's all it is, right? Now, and mind you, maybe I shouldn't even say side <laughs> chick, but my only point is, like, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't solve the problem. However, the, the reason that I think a lot of people were like, yo, you, you should not play. And I actually was of an unpopular opinion at that point. Oh, I was 100%. It was, it was to me of, there was no other choice but not to play. Like that was just, and we don't even have to get into how long, but we, hey, the news hit today. We got a game. We ain't playing. But that, but, but, but that's the accountability piece, right? Like, and that's, that's where, that is where, that is the, although it's not the, it is, it, it is the same in a way in that we know that if we don't play, you don't get paid. Or the, the the NBA doesn't make money. And if the NBA doesn't make money, they're going to want to hold somebody accountable for that or change something. And so guess what's going to happen? You are going to get fired and then we'll move forward. So it is still, it is a, that is still holding the line if they actually did that. They didn't end up doing that. But it's holding the line to say, you're going to, something is going to change. And, the, and in, this, in this case, this white man who says something racist about black folks who owns a team of black players cannot be here anymore. And so if so so that's where I that's that's where I I again am saying I am distinguishing between 
what is right or wrong in holding somebody accountable versus why it is that we are only holding or, or you know, uh, there is an imbalance in holding black folks and black men in this case, at least in what we're talking about right now, black men accountable in ways that we are not holding others accountable. But your sentiment, I would think, is actually in alignment with somebody says something foul. These people are getting paid millions of dollars regardless of what he says or does. But still the premise of, I cannot be in an environment where now that I know that you are treating me or that you believe this about me, how can I actually function and show up fully in this space, right? Without feeling some type of way. And, and although, yes, we're talking about for somebody like the baby or whoever, we're talking about like just a larger microcosm of society. But again, a lot of people are feeling like I can't go outside, literally can't go outside without experiencing that. And I think for the baby, although, yes, I think it's easy for us to be like, yo, who cares about him? Right. Like people have you, me, like many of us have critiqued LeBron James for not saying certain things about what's going on in society because of the platform that he has because millions of people listen to him watch him look up to him believe what he says whatever and so when things happen and he doesn't or at least he didn't at one point he's become more vocal now but when we wasn't speaking up it was like dang dude like you ain't gonna use your platform to do xyz i think i then I, I can't then in the same breath, though, say, well, who cares about the baby? Although he's standing in front of hundreds of thousands of people and millions of people when you talk about a recording that is blasted all across social media, right? Like that is still he's a- not, He's just not important. But, but, just, but again, but he has, a, he, ha, he has a platform that reaches millions of people. That's why this thing is a, is a thing, right? So in the, if, if I'm going to hold somebody accountable, for not saying certain things to uplift people because of their platform, then I would have to then challenge them if they say something that but is, it, it's, again, a, how, the how they're challenged is different. I'm not saying that. that, that is a different conversation. But the fact of challenging somebody because they have a platform that reaches people and is spewing something that is that that perpetuates a harmful stereotype is a thing like and i and i and i don't think that we can either that or but we that, should not expect anything from anybody with a platform to say something positive or not yeah but but that's but and, and that's honestly unfortunately that's what i got from from I, I i got that lesson from lebron is that i i i no longer i don't expect a shooting to happen and respectfully for Lamar Jackson to be to happen in, in, in Baltimore and for Lamar Jackson to be like, I'm not playing today. I don't expect that. I, I, I was ignorant. I was like, yo, I thought these cats, I was like, oh, these cats are sometimey. You know, I get it. Like <clears throat> you, you want to, you talk about like, you'll wear the Black Lives Matter when Derrick Rose was wearing that when it wasn't, Derrick Rose was standing out when it wasn't popular. Then it was like, oh yeah, we gonna put it on the back of jerseys, and everybody was wearing it. Like we gonna, I'm gonna change my name, but like, no, Derrick Rose was like, hey man, Derrick Rose is missing games. He was like, this is, it's. I remember the day Derrick Rose signed his contract for his shoes. His shoe, um, he was in Chicago. He's like, man, it's just, I'm torn, man. And he just started crying. He's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be hella happy, but my people is getting killed. Like. I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I don't need to be like, pump my fist. Like, yeah, I just signed a $100 million contract or 
I don't know. Like I, I even when you look like that, I respect. I don't know what to do. I respect it because what you're doing is you're wrestling with how do I represent? How do I do both? How do I balance? Because if I, like, I, I honestly, my mind hasn't really been blown by what Kyrie is doing. No disrespect. You have a again rights. You got a right to decide what you're gonna decide. But I don't really feel like it's a stance as much as it is. Kyrie's just a weirdo. He's just kind of strange. It's not. I'm taking a stance, and here's what I here's what I'm here's the knowledge that I wanna I wanna leave y'all with. It's it's just it's just weirdness. You know what I mean? Like, a, a, but that's a different aspect. But but, but I but, think but I think but I'm just talking about the accountability of we don't know how to we didn't know how to hold the entire Clippers team accountable for not playing the game for 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 playing the game we don't know how to hold lebron accountable when like yo what do you mean it happened in your city cleveland and you don't know that you don't have all the information on the tamir Rice shooting what are you talking about like we don't know how to hold him accountable because i'm not in his circle and i think that's the part where i that i, I think you know it, before and i'll and i'll be quiet for a minute because i feel like i'm over i'm over talking but that's the part where i'm like if I don't love you or you don't love me, I can't hold you accountable. I can do something to, to attempt to hurt your pockets. I can I can do something. Basically, I can throw a rock from a from a mile away and hope that it that it not only hits you, but it hopefully it. Ah man, I hope it doesn't just hit the the thigh flesh. I need that to hit a bone. You know, yes, it, it broke your collarbone. So now you got to have a cast, and now you got to sit. Like I don't know what that. This to your point, you make a valid point. He's like, all right, well, I got hit. That broke a bone. Now I just know I got to wear thicker shoulder pads. It doesn't mean that I'm actually going to do anything differently. And I, I, I just don't. That's just not the energy that I'm taking. I, I don't have that expectation that, like I said, that for three shootings to happen in Baltimore and for the Baltimore Ravens to say we're not going to play, especially. You know, if that if the shootings happen the day before the Super Bowl, they're gonna play. They're gonna be like, yeah, uh, they're gonna and they might and what they're gonna do is figure out a different way, a way to say, yeah, we're wearing t-shirts under our pads, um, under our Nike sponsor. Okay, I mean, again, and it's it, at this point, I'm just like, all right, bro, like I'm not mad at you and I'm not glad at you. Is you do do you? But, but, I, but I think the disappointment that you're feeling, right? I mean, and again, I don't want to put words in it, but just in what I'm hearing, there's a disappointment that somebody of LeBron's stature, I'm just using him as an example, I'm not trying to pick on him, but just somebody of LeBron's stature who is in a city where something major happened to somebody uh, and, and, and this has already been part of a national discussion that's already been happening. He, for, for the stature that he has, could come out and say something that may get people to think differently, that may get them to act differently, that may get them to uh, to respond in a way that would help to address these problems, whatever whatever it is, right? There's a certain expectation that's held and he failed to meet it. And enough people have failed to meet that you're like, well, you know what? I won't hold that expectation anymore, but the disappointment was that you held it, right? I think in the same vein, there are people who would assume that now in 2021, after so many decades of, repeating the same issues and problems that have been addressed to say, yo, some of this is, is basic, right? Some of this is basic. And so for somebody, for something like the baby, for, for a statement that the baby made about using or making comments that play on a very hurtful stereotype in 2021, it's like, I have an expectation that you would know better than that 
especially because of you saying like us sitting here talking on a podcast whatever like we say some stuff that's offensive one we're not trying to obviously but if we do it's only reaching so many people right for the baby who is on stage in front of thousands of people more people than ever even listened to this podcast and then again reaches out and extends even further in a video right the expectation is you would not use your platform to tear people down and so i think it's easy to say like yeah, I don't know you, so I can't hold you accountable and, you know, whatever. But that's kind of, I, I could understand what that would be kind of hard to hear if like, yeah, but you stood up on a stage and got to like tear me down, not knowing me, right? Like that's a, that's, that's something hard to like, to wrestle with. And so again, I don't see anything wrong with saying, hey, this is, this is something that is, is out there now or that we need to address even if it's not out there something that is problematic that we need to address let's find a way to do it so that you can understand why it's why it's uh why it's problematic and i'm not just saying debate but whenever these things occur or arise right um let's let's understand why this is problematic and if we can have confidence that like this will not repeat itself like we can move forward cordially and i think there are going to be some instances and in some circumstances where people do need to lose things for example a donald sterling not and again obviously it's easy for me to say this i'm a black man and the comments that he said were <laughs> directly about me and, and how i identify right but part of that is because if you hold those feelings about certain people that you directly manage <laughs> or influence right like you probably need to be removed from that space now to your point the baby doesn't have any he's not managing anybody directly or whatever but i think it is true that there needs to be some level of we need to be assured that these comments these types of comments and this mentality will not continue to be spewed and hopefully it's not that he's just not saying it but that the mentality has changed right like now and so for Sterling, it was you can't you can't be a part of the NBA where the majority of the players are black and you have influence over what happens to them if you hold these types of thoughts. For the baby, you can't be out in front of thousands and millions of people if what you're going to say if every time you do so, you're gonna say something that's offensive. We need to change that. If we can assure that that's gonna be changed, then cool, we can move forward. And I don't think we've gotten to that point yet in cancel culture. I don't think we've gotten to a point of people can change, mentalities can change, thoughts can change, people can mature. And like, how do we get them back into the fold when those things have happened, right? Like that is that is problematic. Um, but but the but the notion of ensuring that people know what is what is not appropriate and why I think can and should happen. Now, Dev, to your point or to your question, I think what's also interesting in hip hop is that hip hop has been challenged, like has challenged hip hop like forever, right? Like Marlon, you mentioned the misogyny earlier. Like it didn't take long for <laughs> women to be like, yo, a lot of this stuff is not cool, what y'all are saying. And guess what? People are still saying it today. They ain't censored themselves yet. They ain't decided, you know what? I'm not going to call nobody a, a, a B word. I'm not going to talk about how I'm just going around sleeping with women. I'm not going to, people still calling themselves pimps, all types of stuff. And it still happened. Now, again, if we enter race politics, I think a lot of people don't care about black women and so they cool with stuff just happening but 
I remember when uh, there were these like talks that was going on when Nelly had to sit in front of a bunch of black women and talk mm-hmm. about the tip drill video, right? Like I remember when like these things happen on a regular basis. And so we are holding people accountable or or um, the uh, there are things that have been addressed that have said this is not okay or this is not appropriate. And yet and still, a lot of those things are still happening in hip hop, right? And I think there is because society has changed. And this is where I don't know that it's censoring as much as it is people recognizing, oh, okay, well, now maybe maybe what I was saying was a little bit out there and I'm recognizing now, like, um, you know, Jay-Z, when he wrote his book, you know, he was like, man, I never actually looked at these words on paper, but like Big Pimpin' was kind of crazy. Like, I maybe shouldn't have been saying those things, right? Like, or maybe not, at least not in the way that I did. And so, yeah, as you grow and you mature and people call things out and bring things to your attention and your awareness, you you change but sometimes you're not going you know but but in at least in this case in hip-hop there are a lot of things that haven't changed i don't know how much people are censoring themselves like i don't know of i i can think of you know eminem at one point was saying a lot of again back to lgbtq community saying a lot of uh (laughs) terms and phrases that were not appropriate he has then i think at one point on some album he then he said it but he like edited it out right or you know, there's times when he would. Uh, there was one line where, when George Bush was out there, you know, he has a um, he has a line where he says, you know, uh, I said I wanted the president dead, and like the second time he said it, on like on the I think it was on the Encore album, he had to edit it out, right? Like, so I think there is some censoring from that regard, but for the most part, I don't know that a lot of people are getting censored. Like, I still hear people using slurs that are probably not appropriate. Like, yeah, but but you know, but like, there's but there's but there but again slurs. There can be very specifics. Uh, again, the, um, using the slurs, for example, slurs toward women, slurs toward that, and that's the whole. Again, that goes back to kind of full circle to Dave Chappelle. That's the whole point of Dave Chappelle. Is like, yeah, slurs toward women, slurs toward black men, slurs talking about selling drugs, uh, murder. All that stuff is fine until we get to a particular group, and it's like you can't say that. And now people might, there's a, there's always, you know, all misogyny, you know, drugs, it's a, you know, there's a group that, that there's murmurs, but then there's full stop on certain words, certain groups, certain conversations. That's the part where, again, it's the, it, it's the, the taboo buzzer standing next to it. So yeah, you can say some stuff, but then you say that one thing, it's like, eh. But, but Mylon, let me ask you this, because this is, this is, I, at least I think don't, where I don't, stand. Don't ask, don't, don't ask me, ask Dan. No, 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 no. I want to ask, ask you, and then maybe maybe Dan will give us his, his comments. <laughs> but is, because again, if I'm, if I'm bringing in the, the race piece, that's problematic, right? What I, what I'm, what I, where I stand though is the very same way that LGBTQ community has been able to push those agendas and shut people down. And again, I'm not saying that I want to like just shut people down completely. I want to solve the real root of the problem. But the way that they have been able to move, gain power, and then make people take action, right? 
I want that for the black community. Now we have not been able to do that for a number of reasons, right? Systemic reasons. But again, where I'm separating it is, I'm not even saying necessarily that I have issue with you all being able to get things to move and take action. I have a problem with we are not able, like literally people will fight against us being able to do those same things in a way that they don't fight against that community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, so again, those are two different things to me. There's a difference between challenging what they are, what, what um, in this case, and again, we're using that because that was kind of the conversation for the, for, for the Dave Chappelle, right? There's a difference between saying, I'm taking issue with the LGBTQ community and like what they've been able to do versus I don't necessarily take issue with that. And I actually envy it to some degree. I take issue with the fact that part of the reason that you all are able to do that is because there are white folks who, who identify with your community. And as black folks, we don't have that same luxury. And so our agenda doesn't get pushed in the same way. And like, that is not about a that that is more than just a cancel conversation that is more than just a um you know uh holding people accountable conversation that still goes back to how are black people experiencing america and the lengths that america will go through to to, to continue to keep black community down right like and that i absolutely take issue with I think it's diff that is different than just a matter of like how do we hold people accountable if they say something that is offensive or you know how do we make sure that we're not censoring ourselves or or whatever the case may be. Um, but young dad, why don't you why don't you give us your your, your your thoughts before we yeah before we wrap up here? Yeah, man. Just in the light of which the point you were making at the very end, you know the experience. Uh, that we go through um, between, you know, black and white folks are just different. And that was my point in the in the origin of hip hop to begin with in general is to create a voice for the voiceless. And in in doing so, we've reached a level of evolvement where other things that are problematic in our society has uh has bled into the the music um and so here here is where we are and there there obviously has to be a way to balance it where we allow people the freedom but yet there's the obvious you know that ain't cool bro type you know what i mean type deal um and dang, now just even saying that made me think about which which I hope doesn't extend it much longer, but other genres that aren't hip hop that existed back in the day. I'm sure there was probably some crazy, you know, terminology used in, in that music as well. I mean, I'm even I'm I'm dating back 50s and 60s music, you know, 70s disco, you know, anything in in around the 70s. Like I'm sure that hip hop is not the only genre that had to deal with this, but yet again, maybe uh, society wasn't at the point yet of defending on a on a massive citizen level of of ready to 
to point it out and, and say there needs to be consequences, right? So, but how much of that music did we love? You know what I mean? It's it's a weird it's a weird space and place to be in, man. And this is just interesting. It would be interesting to see how we go forward with this. I mean, we gonna have a bunch of Harvard rappers out here in twenty sixty. <laughs> Or none, none at all. That's that's the fear. Is none at all. Mr. Drake, you got any final thoughts? Uh, no. I mean, I I think it. Like I said, I think it's a little um dis disheartening to to see that because I as much as I've I say on here and and elsewhere. You know what I like and don't like, what I think is fact and 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 not a fact, is that's what you're supposed to be able to do. You're you're supposed to. There's somebody out there that thinks Little Boosie is the greatest rapper of all time, and you have that right. And I have the right to say you're absolutely crazy. And I have we both have rights, and we can coexist. It does. I think that just having the uh, the the mindset that the only way we can coexist is if I see things your way, or if people don't attempt to hurt or tear me down. That's not that's not the world that I live in. Uh, it's definitely not the world that it's not the country that I live in as a black man. Can, um, can I ask you? I'm sorry. I'm, I just want to yeah. ask real quick. Do you think that we can coexist if people feel as if they are constantly not just not just having a difference of opinion, but constantly being offended? I, I think you can. I think you have to. You have to figure out because otherwise you're saying the only way that you can survive in this world is if no one offends you. And that's never going to happen. No, no, no. Constant offense Sir, after I'm a, it's been... I'm, I'm a black man uh, yes i agree yeah we, and, we and, all and, are. I, and i breathe and exhale every single day while being offended constantly but you don't coexist with those people who are offended i do coexist I, I i live on the same planet i live in the same city That's not I live in the same state. no no no, no, no. I, we don't live we're not roomies <laughs> okay all right roomies. well are we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be married no we're gonna differ on do you not coexist with anyone who do you coexist with? Of course with? I do. Who do you coexist with? As, as coexist with my Who wife, with my coworkers, with the, well, that's with my students. So you don't, so you don't pass people on the street that disagree with you or say things that that you don't, you don't coexist with the community. You you work at a place where you see new people every year. You yeah, and guess what? People. If they came into, if a white person came into my building and kept calling me a nigger, we're not coexisting anymore. We're, something's not, gonna happen, and they're going to be gone. That's what I'm saying. Off the, off the face of the earth or just not in your space? No, I'm saying not in my, they're not going to be saying, not, they're not going to be in my okay. space no more. Okay, but so where do they go? So they, so you got rid of them. So they're not offending Landon. Where do they go now? They go offend Devin. That's fine. It doesn't matter to you. So I don't know. Landon. Exactly. That's my whole point. But, is that, but the, so yeah, but the point is the that baby, you're getting rid of the baby. But you're not getting rid of his. But we have it. But but Mylon, we okay. Again, and again, I'm not. We uh, we agree yeah. on that part. But yes. but what? But the other reality is that you don't get to continue to be in my space and offend me every day and Absolutely. say we got to coexist. 
I believe I believe 70, 70 million people voted for 45 and they are 70 million people around here somewhere. And we and I see them interact with them. They are managers at restaurants. They own they own um, multi uh, four million uh, four countries uh, countries uh, companies. They decide policy. They are they might not be and, the president anymore. They're but they're governors and and lieutenants and military and police. And guess what? They're People do what they can what they can to get them out of here. Sometimes they can't. But that does not mean that people aren't trying. You have a vote. You cast a vote to actually remove people or, or to, to put somebody in place, right? Or sometimes to remove people if they're impeached. Gavin, uh, our, our governor, Gavin Newsom, people wanted them out of here. They tried to get them out of here. They couldn't. But guess what? They did what they yeah, could. My only point is that- who were offended that he was actually doing- I don't like the fact that you tried to save my life. I'm offended. I, I and again, I get. It. I'm not arguing. I'm. Th- that's not my point. My only point is to say that we co. And again, I, and I, I asked the question. I should have just. But to me, to coexist, I don't. I don't coexist, or I am not just going to allow you to. If I say something on a regular basis, hey. You need to chill with that because I'm not cool with it because it's it's not even just about, I have a difference of opinion. You are calling me out of my name. You are chastising me. You are creating a, there is a reason that hostile environment exists and, and like that term exists and that people can take legal action because of it. So if you are constantly doing that, then yes, action needs to be taken. And again, what the, how do we solve the root of the problem is different from me saying, you know what, I have spoken and said this on several occasions since what i am currently doing is not working i now need to take further action that's the reason people get fired from their jobs look gave you a warning gave gave you a verbal warning gave you a written warning gave you a, a performance improvement plan none of those things worked so guess what now you have to get fired because if you stay here we cannot do our jobs like that is a thing and so the same way that if I go through all of those steps, eventually there has to be a consequence of you getting fired. Same way, if you continue to say something to me that is of offense to me, at some point action has to be taken. Like that, that, that to me is just, I, I don't see how, you, how, how we can be in a place where if we just allow anybody to say anything offensive at any time and we don't check folks and if they continue to do the same thing over and over again, that ain't coexisting, bro. That is, that's just being hostile. I mean, if we just cool with hostile environments, then cool. Like, but th- that to me is a, that's a different level. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just have to figure I, 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 I've been living, I don't know where everyone else is living, but I've been living in this place called America. Used to, I don't know, hang ancestors from trees. So it's been a thing. Yeah, but but my, but what but what about what I said? What about what I said is different from what you're saying? Because you just said if you consistently uh, has America not been pretty consistent with it? So yes, and guess what? People did something about it. That's my point. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, did did we not take action? uh, Hey, you you saw (laughs) you saw action. I got it. America's a a a much greater place. No, I'm not talking about America. No, no, no. I'm asking when people were lynching. Did 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 you you brought up um uh Nat Turner? Nat Turner was like, "Yo, slavery is not cool." So guess what? We taking arms 
and we finna change some stuff. That's that's a, that that did happen as an anomaly. That was that was there were uh, again there were there were obviously slave revolts of many sorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, but a slave re- a slave revolt is not the same as canceling baby for saying some things that I'm just saying action with. against something that is that, wrong. And, and that's what I'm and again action. All right, all right. A, a, yeah, action is a, is an action, but a hey, get off that stage, don't ever rap again, not necessarily in action, in my opinion. That was the whole point that I was making is from the beginning is I, I'm, not, I'm not applauding that action as an action. You're doing something, congrats. And I'm, I'm assuming this will be the first step to end all bigotry starting with but, but yeah but it, well and i'll end with this i'm not gonna i'm not challenging i'm just i will just reiterate for in case people are confused when they're listening because i feel like that happens is that i say something and i say i agree and then somehow words get twisted to make it sound like i'm saying something i'm not my point has always remained that the way in which that happened is not okay that does that does not change though the fact that something should happen. should happen how something it should happen, should happen is different that's my only but uh, I'm absolutely something should something should happen agreed leaving it okay. leaving it there we'll, we'll agree on something should happen uh, all good uh that's agree. my final thought uh any 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 shout outs for for this week young dad we i feel like I feel like a lot has occurred where I may have had one, but now I'm drawing blanks. Um, All right, let me let me let me get yeah, my round my robin, two. round I, robin. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my two. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something; it was gonna be petty. But I <laughs> shout out to 3D Nati um, for opening her studio in um, New Orleans for up and coming artists to do, in her words, to do, um, she's trying to provide folks the space to do the thing that she was unable, that she didn't get when she was an artist um, or when she was coming up, she still is an artist. Um, extremely, um, just an ultimate salute to her. I think she, I've seen her continuously since I since I caught um, wind of her freestyling on uh, Wake Up Show with Sway to today, you know, own business, you know, she does carpentry, she'll build something, she's showing you how to, you know, flip car, like she's doing a lot, and the studio is a really first step, uh, a huge step for her and her community. Um, saw Rhapsody shouting her out, I saw Fabulous shouting her out, um, just really giving her props, I think the studio opened, I think the official was the day before yesterday, so shout out to 3D T, one of my favorite, um, until Lauren Hill I think Lauren Hill is like semi-retired. I know the Fuji's doing a reunion tour, but that don't really count. But I put 3D Not T against any any rapper, first of all, male or female, man or woman. But I, if we were separating gender, men, women, I put her in the category as uh, top top two, uh, maybe top one. I don't really know a lot of people that can go that can go with her, hang with her bar for bar. Uh, second shout out, real quick, um, La Russell um, from some from uh, homegrown from Vallejo, seven oh seven. I just caught wind of this kid a couple of months ago, and I, you know, recently frequently check to see if I catch a freestyle, a new album. Just dropped a new album. 
I want to make sure I get the uh, the title of said album. Uh, but he just dropped the album. Um, I, I like the project, um, and he's been dropping some ridiculous uh, freestyles. The, the album is Cook Together, Eat Together, um, La Russell and Tope. Um, dope. I think Tope is from Vancouver or Toronto or Canada. I just want to say Canada. But at any rate, um, fool with the kid. He's one of the one of the very unique gifts that the that hip hop brings when um when 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 folks try to do rap and, and do their, their do their thing their way. Um, creative, innovative, and um I'm 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 proud to say that I, I discovered him. I don't want to say discovered him as in like got him off, but I I'm glad to say that I was digging into the crates of Whoa. who's out there and then I've I've I found him. So uh, I'm glad to find his work, trying to find his uh, his gift, and I'm hoping a much. I'm wishing him much success. Uh, obviously, being a Bay Area artist, but in general, I, I just really respect his uh, his art form. Um, I this last, I feel like it's been a minute. I'll, I feel like I don't know if I've said something about Ray Vaughn um, as well um, from the from LA TDE. Um, I don't want to say replacement for uh, <laughs> for Kendrick because there's no such thing. Um, but he's uh, he's nice. Kendrick is. It looks like Kendrick is on his way out from TDE, and Rayvon is like, "That's what's up. Good luck to you, kid. I I'll take it from here." Um, with respect. Those are, those are my my three um, action items in in, in hip hop. <laughs> Um, Dev, did you guys have anything? Yeah, no, not this time. Um, there's a lot of things that um, probably still pertaining to some of the shout outs I had on, you know, the more recent previous episodes. Um, there's there's yet still a lot of shows. Um, I guess I could bring up the one where uh, people like us or something like that is the show where it's like an all back black cast. They got some heavy hitter actors on there. Um, I think it comes on Fox. Morris Chestnut is on it. The dude who plays uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, Olivia's um, dad on that, Scandal is on it. Well, she she ended up she's like in the Hamptons or something. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. We we watched a few episodes of it. That that it, it I fooled with it to the point that it. I thought I was like, man, this is like this is about to be Tyler. I don't want. I'm not not bad mouthing Tyler Perry, but it's just I thought this was like a Tyler Perry show. Then I was like, "Oh snap! This is different. Like, it's not. It's, it's actually. It's actually kind of. It's kind of fire. I fooled it. So yes, that's a good one. I give, oh, I give you our kind of people. People. Our yes. kind of people. Not people like because people like us, you get a different result. Anyway, but <laughs> our our kind of people. Um, and it was good to, like you said, even just put us in a light of like, you know, richness, uh, exclusivity in their living location. Is is basically like. What is that off the coast of uh, Connecticut? Yeah, yeah. Everybody know, yeah. If if you know that, then it's like this little mini uh, uh, island, if you will, a body of water out right off the shore of Connecticut and stuff like that. So you know the Hamptons. But anyway, um, shout out to that show. Like more and more as the years goes by. I mean, I guess I don't know. Credit to EDI or however you put the equity. 
diversity and inclusion <laughs> in whatever order you put it in. Um, but this cat, I was like, EDI, who's this? I was like, this cat been remixed. EDI, yeah. <laughs> see, everybody yeah, has a different way. Shout out to Eddie, however, people have their different, they just move the letters around, you know, and, and they, they say, do, uh, or you do. I'm just, I do not. Do. Oh, okay, Got it. I mean, as long as nobody putting DIE, you know what I mean, then we good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Agree. So be aware of those companies that might th throw those letters that in that order. Aha! You trying to you trying to do something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely, um, just continuing to see, you know, the rise of of just the the, you know, the the platform in which we can showcase our talents as well, my brother. Um, so shout out to that show. Um, actually doing well too. And that's all I got. All good. Um, I don't actually really have much, but I will say a shout out to um, just all of the great people who are doing work uh, at my job. I think it's out. Maybe I've said it on here before. I don't, maybe it's safe to say my job. I don't know. Maybe it's not after this conversation. But uh, I just uh, uh, so for the for the not that it's not public information somewhere, but um, just want to appreciate man our our staff. And I don't know that anybody from my job even listens to this, but uh man they've just been doing a lot of amazing amazing work for our students for our young people um and to see stuff especially this year man things have been clicking and things have just been more robust more engaging um and like our young people are like really getting some great great stuff out of uh out of our programming so uh, i'm just happy with what's been going on our team is dope um they rocking and so um yeah i'm just excited to kind of see what that brings and, and happy to be doing the work that we're doing for, for our young folks. So that's all I, uh, that's all I got for this week. Um, so with that, of course, uh, as always, leave a comment, like, subscribe, uh, especially those comments, man, let us know what your thoughts are on all of this. Uh, what, where does hip hop stand in the world of, uh, and in the midst of cancel culture, how, uh, have you seen specific instances of hip hop being canceled, uh, specifically as it pertains to sp uh, either specific artists, um, things that they've said in their music, um, or is it primarily outside of music? Uh, you know, how is how hip hop experiences, uh, you know, cancel culture may be different from others, um, or anything else uh, that we talked about that we discussed or that just sparked a thought as you were listening. Uh, feel free to to leave your thoughts um, wherever you may be listening to this. Uh, otherwise, with that said, we are going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.